Talking Again podcast. Now, let me ask you, yeah. how, what are some of the things that you've learned since you first started to now? I'm sure there's a lot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a lot. Um, a lot of my packaging has changed. I'm trying to go more the eco-friendly route. Now, I put them in reusable bags. So each soap bar goes in like a little like reusable. Like, you know, sometimes when you go to parties, they give you like little recuerdos mm-hmm. or giveaways. So like they're in those reusable bags. So you take out the soap and then you could reuse that bag for jewelry. You could use it for like toiletries when you go on a trip. Yeah. So that's something that incorporated. Um, something else that I've learned is stop ordering from like big companies, mm. if that makes sense. And um, make my sources from small companies. So like a lot of my stickers, a lot of my business cards, I support other small businesses yeah. on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's um, small business supporting small business. Exactly. Because every sale counts. Is that says like there's huge companies out here. I'm not going to name drop. These mass companies are awesome because they mass produce quickly. Like yeah. I need them in a week. I don't have to ask in a month in advance like some of our Etsy makers. But I'm just like that Etsy maker is me. So yeah. why am I going to give my business to a big business where I could support someone also working at home who may need the extra cash or the extra change, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's me. Yeah. Because meet me at the bar. It's it's my baby. That's what I call it. It is my baby. But I still work a 40-hour job. Yeah. This is my side hustle. And my side hustle that makes me happy. Welcome to the podcast. My talk a little shit, get a little brash. My drink a little bit, smoke a little bit. Vibe a little bit, laugh a little bit. Yeah. Host about for damn. Tell it like it is, only tell it rare. Live every Tuesday, you know the deal. Talking again, we talking again. What's up, everybody? This is Fred Talking Again Podcast, another edition of the show. Welcome back, Jocelyn. Yeah, thanks for coming by. Yeah, honestly, you know, big believer in like once you cultivate a relationship to keep it going, keep yes. it healthy, you have yes. to reach out and like yeah. make sure. So yes. I'm glad I reached out and I'm back. Yes, I for agree. a second episode. Yeah. Well, it's not just any second episode. Can no. we just say it right off the bat what yeah, it is? Yeah, it's huge. Um, so the reason why I'm here, the reason why I reached out to say that is because um my small business, these lovely soaps you see in the front. Um, I'm celebrating my one year anniversary of Meet Me at the Bar. So I was just like, what other place would it be awesome to talk about it? Give like the behind the scenes work and to really get the nitty gritty of what's happened the last year with Mm -hmm. Fidel. Something that comes natural, organic conversation. So I'm just like, you know, I have to reach out and have to start this conversation with him. Thank you for allowing me your time. Yeah. And congratulations again. It's not easy doing like being self-employed, doing your own business, right? No. (laughs) Because you're the number one employee, right? Only employee? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I have help right. at times. I'm not going to say it's all by myself. Um, I have a very supportive tribe. Um, and I call them my tribe because they're my go-to people that I could ask for help at any given moment. But I would say, I'm going to give myself 90% of the time it is me. And then 10% of the time I ask for help. Yeah. We did talk about how your sister kind of started off selling on Etsy before you did, right? Correct. Yes, she did. So she... Candles? Actually, candles, correct. Yeah. So her company is called Zenful Co. And she will be also be at my pop-up for my one-year anniversary. So she's still doing it. She's still thing. doing it also. Good. So yeah. her one-year anniversary just passed in May, May 20th. Yeah. Yeah, so um, her one-year anniversary just passed. Um, but yeah, she's the one who encouraged me. You know, she found candle making as an outlet during COVID. And I was just like, I'm just sitting here watching you. Because we were roommates at the time, right? Yeah. I was just like, I need to do something. That's how the whole soap making started. Listen to episode 53. 
learn all about the background of how Mimi the Bar started. But um, yeah, she was my she was my like guidance and my inspiration, and then she was my driving force to be honest. So a lot of my ten percent goes to her. Wow, yeah, yeah, that's good. But I'm glad that you've you've kept on it, you know, and and you're still doing your thing. Now let me ask you, yeah. how, what are some of the things that you've learned since you first started? to now that i'm sure there's a lot you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah there is a lot um a lot of my packaging has changed i'm trying to go more the eco-friendly route but since i am online it's kind of hard so like before when i you asked me this question last year how do i package my soldiers? and mm -hmm. i was like oh i put them in like bubble wrap packaging and then put them in bubble wrap full um Envelopes. Envelopes, thank you. Um, so like now I put them in reusable bags. So each soap bar goes in like a little like reusable. Like, you know, sometimes when you go to parties they give you like little recuerdos mm -hmm. or giveaways. So like they're in those reusable bags. So you take out the soap, you know, you could reuse that bag for jewelry. You could use it for like toiletries when you go on a trip. Yeah. So that's something that incorporated. Um something else that I've learned is stop ordering from like big companies, mm. if that makes sense. And um, make my sources from small companies. So like a lot of my stickers, a lot of my business cards, I support other small businesses yeah. on Etsy. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's um, small business supporting small business. Exactly. So for me, it's like I order my stickers from custom designs and he is a maker on Etsy. Okay. Um, I also order my business cards. Oh, I can't remember her name. I'll give you that information, but I also ordered my business cards from Etsy um, because every sale counts. Is that says like there's huge companies out here. I'm not going to name drop, obviously, because they make loads of money regardless yeah. of other people. These mass companies are awesome because they mass produce quickly. Like yeah. I need them in a week. I don't have to ask in a month in advance like some of our Etsy makers. But I'm just like that Etsy maker is me. So yeah. why am I going to give my business to a big business? like corporation that could mass produce my business cards in literally three days. And I have them by Friday where I could support someone also working at home who may need the extra cash or the extra change. Right. Mm -hmm. Because that's me Yeah. because meet me at the bar. It's, it's my baby. That's what I call it. It is my baby, but I still work a 40 hour job. Yeah. This is my side hustle and my side hustle that makes me happy. So that's something huge that I've learned that, um, to incorporate other small businesses, with to like make my small business work. Yeah. Um, something I do want to say is that Miss Latour, she's a small business owner also here in the LA area. She she's small business, but one of like the bigger small businesses, right? Um, she's the owner of Mindful Fee. Um, um, and she makes like tie-dye t-shirts and like sweaters. Super awesome. She's like huge on Instagram. She's like a bunch of followers, like in the K's. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, but something she said is so true. If you want to make money and you want to grow, reach out to your network. When your network is your tribe, your network is your family, your network is your coworkers, your friends. That's how I met you, yeah, right? right? So, like, my college friend is your family member. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know Talking Again podcast existed yeah. until they introduced me. And I was just like, oh, yes, like, please connect me. I have another friend who attended like a small business um, story type thing, like a pop-up um, in the Antelope Valley. Mm -hmm. And they connected me with a candle maker. And that candle maker will be at my pop-up. So for me, it's just like, I'm a small business owner that I did not imagine this was going to happen. But connecting with other small business owners and really working within your network is yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something I've learned. Like, why am I going to reach out to these huge corporations, right? right? When people around me who are close to me have... The resources I need right and then for me to grow is watching them grow so like 
always working together. Yeah, yeah. I want to put a bookmark on the business helping small, small business helping small business, yeah. right? But uh, your pop up, yes, is that your? Are you hosting this pop up? This is so. Yes and no. Okay. Okay. So last year, Jan and December, I had like a pre-holiday pop-up, right? Um, Laura is her name, and she owns Pro Sustainable, which is an eco-friendly small business, and she has like a storefront slash boutique of like, re- uh, like a refill station. Like you okay. have empty like laundry bottles or hand soap bottles. Like go there and refill them, so you're saving plastic and like helping the earth. Yeah. Um, I got introduced to her by my brother because my brother found her on Instagram. He's like, you should reach out to her. Maybe just have like a conversation, like a growing experience, networking. Yeah. So I did met her. She is a beautiful individual and she has very been a men- like a huge mentor for me during this process. So she um, I reached out to her. I was like, oh, can I do a small, like small pop up like back in December? She said, yeah, of course. You know, like I'm starting to do this for the holidays. And I was like, great. So then I was just like, OK, I had such a great turnout in December. So I reached out to her again. And the cool part about her, like where she has her spot, they built a back deck. So like now oh, I have cool. a deck and I'm, I say yes and no about hosting it because yes, I'm hosting myself, um, Zenfoco, my sister's business. I'm also hosting uh, Amora Skin. She makes whipped body butters and body scrubs and then Elena candles, which are like different body candles. Yeah. And the reason why I say yes, hosting it myself is because I invited the other three businesses and myself. Right. But then obviously like I rented it from right. Laura. Yeah. Yeah. So my event <laughs> yeah. with laura's help yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think i think 100 percent you can say you are hosting it you're using a, a venue which most people yeah, do like anyways, a venue, yeah you know and, and but it is your event my event and that's yeah. cool i didn't have that i thought this i thought you were just being part of a pop-up so this no, is your event no, no. so that's it's cool. meet me at the bar with special guests that's yeah. the way i, I don't want to say like hosting because yeah. it's not hosting really i want to say like it was special guests and i say special because my sister laura who another Laura, if I think about it, Laura, who's owner of Elena Colo, and then Brie, who's owner of Amora Skin. I say special guests because they're all special individuals yeah. who have also put their time and energy towards their product. Um, but I'm excited. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it goes well for you, just Thank like you. the December event did. Thank you. Um, but going back to uh, small business, helping uh, supporting small business, do you find it, because I'm kind of going through that, something like that right now, and I wish, I'm going to go to you for some advice. Yeah. Uh, how difficult is it for you because you are going to pay a little bit more of a premium going small business i may be wrong about that but uh do you i feel like you're saving more with a big business because they're going to offer you more obviously yeah. right faster quick you know uh, yeah uh because yeah. they have the space or whatever mm-hmm. to do right do you, does that ever cross your mind at all? Like, man, I could oh. be saving so much more if all I did the time. it. Okay. I, I'm not going to say here. I'm not going to say here and say, like, I've never used them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I use them time to time because I do. Yeah. But the important thing for me is to incorporate them in any which way I can, right? Because month to month, my sales fluctuate. Like, this week, I haven't gotten any sales, which is completely fine. But last week, I got 10 sales. Yeah. The week before that, I got five sales. The week before that, I didn't get any. Mm. So my sales fluctuate. So my budget per month fluctuates. Right. So depending on my budget for that month is depending on the vendors I use. I'm like, I I, I love Amazon personally for like my own stuff and sometimes for my business. Mm -hmm. But say that if that month I have more of a leeway, a bigger budget, depending on the sales that are coming in, then I'm going to go ahead and give that extra bit of budget I have towards a small business. Yeah. Because I know they're probably going through the same thing I am. Right. 
So it just fluctuates personally. Um, sometimes the fee is a little bit more expensive depending what I'm ordering, whether it's ingredients, whether it's packaging, whether it's like stuff for props for my photos, um, whether sometimes I'm paying for advertisement or someone to help me design something because I don't have the technology eye. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just depends. For me personally, right? right. It just depends on the budget I have that yeah. month. A lot of people, a lot of business folks are going to tell you that that's terrible business. Probably they're going to say you're doing it wrong. Well, I'm not doing it for a profit, right? So for there me, it is. Yeah. my, my small business, it's my stress reliever because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm still, I work a 40 hour job. I'm a full-time graduate student. So meet me at the bar as of right now, one year later, it is my therapy, right? Yeah. Um, it makes me happy. Um, so if I have to invest a little bit more than I make, that's okay right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is my model five years from now right. when we talk again in five years yeah. or 10 years from now. I don't know how that will change. Um, but for right now, it just depends. I'm still, I, I'll be completely transparent. I still make more than I invest. Yeah. But it just depends month to month. Right, right, right. But it's not money. I like I'm dip- like, oh my god, if I don't make a certain amount of money, I'm not gonna be able to buy my dinner yeah. or like my groceries. Right. Um. Thankfully, I'm still. I have a stable. Yeah. Forty hour job. That's good. That I. Yeah. I've I've been kind of toying with the idea of of creating merchandise for myself, right, for the podcast, and I haven't done it because I've already. I mean, I have the store created, ready to go, yeah, yeah. but I have it because of that. I'm like, I, I still want to support the small business guys. You know, like I want to help them out. It's a battle. And it's it an is because, battle. see, mine doesn't make any money. My podcast, I do this. This is my hobby. Yeah. It's right? your, yeah. I pay. Makes you happy. Yes. I pay to do this every week. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay, now I got to pay more to do the merchandise thing. Where... The advice I'm getting is, well, dude, you're going to have to sell your product really high. Yeah, it's true. You know, in order for you to, you know, either break even or make some money. And I really don't care about making too much money on it. I want to, you know, invest and and buy mics that (laughs) don't squeak. Don't squeak. (laughs) You don't need WD-40. And and maybe it'll get there, but I'm just still messing around with it. Plus, I'm just super, I have, I'm, I'm working on way too many projects that I haven't even completed a lot of them. A lot of them at home where, you know, my wife is going to be like, hurry up, dude. But, um. Uh, it'll get there, but I just, I really did want to hear your opinion on that. And, and, uh, and I'm glad that I heard cause you it's number one thing you're supporting your small business and, and you're still die hard with that, you know? Yeah. And, and, and that's kind of the thing that I do here. I just support and feature and showcase small, small business. Yeah. And some, you're you know? another platform for us to grow. Yeah. Honestly, I'm, I mean, I'm thankful for Ricky mm-hmm. introducing me to you because I mean, I don't know what other opportunity I've gotten to get on podcasts. I don't know many people who do podcasts. Yeah. And if they do, they have certain scopes. And your and scope is niche, yeah. honestly promoting small businesses, yeah. Yeah. which is well, amazing. Yeah. Having a and great conversation. Things, right? Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. a nice beer. With a nice beer. <laughs> and speaking of that, is your brother still doing his podcast? Yes, he is. Yeah, so how- Shoulder to Shoulder podcast yeah. for LAFC. They are amazing. If you, like you said, you're into soccer. Yeah. I would definitely check them out. I have, you know what, like. I don't know why, like MLS, I watch it and everything, but I haven't got, I haven't geeked out on it. Like I have with obviously Dodgers Lakers, right? You know, what's funny. I have been a diehard galaxy fan since I was a kid, right? Cause I grew up playing, playing ASO. Mm -hmm. And then, um, with ASO, we got free trips to go to galaxy games with like the team and like the parents. I was just like, yeah, like this is my jam. Like, you know, like I'm going to see professional soccer for free because you know, like our fees covered it. Yeah. It's time of my life. But, the first time I stepped into the LAFC stadium, it felt like I was in Europe watching a game. Like watching it on TV, you know how the stands goes crazy and everyone knows the chance and yeah. like everyone's all about the soccer. 
no one's talking to each other because everyone's focused on the player. That's literally what it was. And that changed me. Yeah. It transformed me. People could judge me. I was a Galaxy fan. Now I'm an LAFC fan. Yeah. Did you switch over? I switched over. Oh, I am man. not guilty. Yeah. Like, I will no, you're owning it. You're owning it. I, I will like gladly it. Yeah. say it, you know. Um, But I would definitely check out the podcast because they go into everything. They go into interviewing the coaches. They go into wow. some players. They break down of games. Like, um, when it comes to getting new players, like, they go into, like, the nitty-gritty of LAFC. Yeah. And not only because it's my brother, because I'll be very transparent if it was my brother. And I was like, I didn't like it. I'll tell you. Yeah. But they're great. That's and good. it's also, they also have, like, a couple jokes in there. So you'll laugh every once yeah. in a while. But they have also very pleasing voices. <laughs> so, nice. you know, some, that sometimes has to do with it. Yeah, you know? a lot like, to do so with do you it. listen to their yeah. voice? And is it worth listening to right just for their tone but that's i cool. would recommend it you guys make, make sure you guys check out that podcast shoulder to shoulder shoulder to shoulder i was the same thing all right so i went to lafc for lafc game first time and I, i've never been to a europe game ever a no, me game. neither i just watch it on tv correct <laughs> <laughs> but i felt that that was the experience i would have if i was at a euro mm-hmm. game right like you just i i felt so much energy you know the acoustics at the mm-hmm. at that stadium was like awesome. I was just like, wow. I even I was like, you know what? I think I might be an LFC, LAFC fan. Yeah, like even if you don't sit in like that fan section where they're all jumping in, like no matter where you are in the stadium, I was in the visitor side. Everyone, yeah. And I was just and I was still so ener- I was just energized. I'm like, I want to go to that black area over there. Mm-hmm. And uh and but but then I was like, ah, Galaxy. You know that's where I started it for me. You know I was old school. Kobe Jones, Mauricio Sanfuegos. Mm-hmm. I mean it goes on and on. I think Alexi Lalas was in there. I mean, we're, I'm I'm aging myself, of course, but uh, I just couldn't do it. I'm still Galaxy. It's okay. But I'm um, you know again I just no I just judgment. yeah I just told you I don't watch it as much as I used to. So <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but that's good. Okay, so everything's going well. You're you know you're picking everything up. You're learning um from your mistakes. Yes. Has there been some Always. crucial? Um costly? No costly. Okay, good. Um no. But what I have learned is like the scents and textures I may like the customers don't. <laughs> right? So it's just it's literally still a touch and go type of situation. Um I so if like for the one year pop up, I did a poll like, which soaps would you want to come back that are not coming back? Yeah. So like, we had a high score for the pineapple, piña colada, and then we had a high um, rate for cucumber and the like, casa de flores. But then the palo santo, which I would think would be a high one, yeah, didn't really. So I was just like, okay, the palo santo doesn't come back. Was that yours? Or you, did you like that one? I love I mean, that one. That's the one that. I mean, yes, it's very earthy. So, like, I'll make that one for myself at yeah. home, right? Or if someone asks for, like, a custom order, like, are you going to bring it back? I'm like, no, but would you like to order it? I'll make that for them. Yeah. But overall, the 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 general spoke, and they didn't they didn't yeah. want it back, Um, which is fine. I mean, no hard feelings. Yeah, yeah. You don't get too attached or too emotional, right? It's Mm-mm. just, right? I'm just, it's literally, for me, it's trial and run. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, the reason why I did the Palo Santo is, like, I did it for the month of January for, like, limpia or getting a cleanse before oh, yeah. entering the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to bring it back for summer solstice, which is June 20th, like, the longest day, right, of the year. Yeah. They didn't like it. They so didn't like just, it. So I was Maybe like, not. it's okay, you know? Like, you just <laughs> learned about it. Um couple tough reviews that I've gotten and I'm just like that one hurt a little. Yeah. But it's okay. Do you answer those reviews with Yeah, know, and I go mean back and, hey. when they get so when they review it and it's a positive review, like it just goes straight to the page and then yeah. it's a negative review. Um they'll review it the way they want to and then some of them have DM me directly. I had a customer DM me that she, why did she receive 3 when she only ordered 2 but in reality she I guess she didn't see like 
the summary before she submitted her order. She did order three, mm-hmm. but then she didn't like it. She's like, it left my skin horrible and like all this stuff. And I was just like, <laughs> like I didn't know what to say. Yeah. I was just like, I'm so sorry, you know. Like I and I told you, I was like, I can refund you for your shipping and one soap bar, and I hope you could understand. Yeah. I was like, is there any other soap bar you would want to? She's like, I don't want anything wow. from this shop. And I was just like, okay. Like I told her, I was like, I respect it. Yeah. And I was like, I'll refund you your shipping and one soap bar. Yeah. For the inconvenience, she's like, thank you so much. So then she reviewed like another soap bar because you get it like one review per item. Yeah. And she's like, and. Although she didn't like the soap, she's like, the owner had great customer service. So, you know, yeah. it just varies. Um, I mean, I'm like that. Sometimes I would buy a product from a store. I'm just like, it, the reviews are great, but I didn't like how it worked on me. But as a small business owner, you don't want to hear that. Right. Yeah. It was tough. It was a, like a nice little punch to the stomach. Yeah. Do you, have, have you thought of adding some type of disclaimer? I don't know if you have or not. Have you added a, a disclaimer like that or anything? Do you feel like you have to? Like, hey, this isn't for everybody or maybe like. Because, I mean, I'm you know, everybody's skin is different, right? It is different. I haven't added a disclaimer just because when you go to my Etsy shop and you choose a soap and you click description, I give you, like, an in-depth. Everything, right? Okay, good. So, for me, it's just, like, why am I going to give you a disclaimer when yeah. I provide all the information? So, why did you order it type yeah. of thing? But then, always, I've worked retail, so the customer's always right. Yeah, There's no I mean, arguing. Yeah, well, yeah. There's no arguing. It's accepting it. That's something I've had to learn. It's accepting the brutal truth from a customer that may not like your products. And yeah. it, I mean, it happens. And I know it happens because I'm like that with other products, right? That I use in my everyday life, yeah. whether it's clothing, whether it's hair products, um, something you just have to accept and learn yeah. from and adjust yourself and yeah. also learn how to take it personally, but to learn an experience. It makes you stronger too. Yeah. You get to, you get, yeah. <laughs> she said, yeah. it does. I mean, it really yeah. does. You know, you're like you said, it, it creates that thick skin, but mm-hmm. it does make you stronger. Yeah. That's good. Feedback's good. I always, I, I, I have this thing cause I don't get too much negative feedback, but I don't get that much positive feedback. I do get some and that's right. great, but I don't get too much. I don't get any negative feedback. Um, I wish I did because I want to know that if I'm doing something wrong, I want someone to tell me. And, I, and, and then someone told me you're too much of a nice guy for us to get to tell you the truth. No, dude, tell me the truth. I want to know. <laughs> I get that. You know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not well, a sensitive guy. Right? Yeah, right. There's always room for improvement. I'm not going to sit and say I'm the best soap maker because I'm not. Yeah. I mean, there's people who've been doing this for years because I do the melt and pour method, right? And I want to learn this winter, which is my goal to learn cold press soap. So there's different methods of doing Yeah, this. so there's okay. melt and pour. So I like buy huge bases. And then from those bases, I melt them down, add scents, add different ingredients, re-pour them, and they remold. Mm. Versus cold press, which is all cold ingredients, which is like raw avocado oil, raw coconut oil. So you're literally, like, I'm already in control for the majority part of my ingredients, but this is like a whole ne- whole nother level of control. But the turnaround is different because you have to let these soaps sit for six weeks. Oh. So productivity, you know, and like yeah. investment is another thing to think about. So I'm going I'm to learn. That's my goal this yeah. winter. Come November, December, my goal is to learn how to make cold press soaps. Will it be added to my Etsy shop? I don't know yet. Yeah. But. It's good. It's adding a little something to yeah. your arsenal, right? Or yeah. just knowing that you, how to make it as opposed to what you're doing now. Yeah. Because you can compare the two and then, you know, see which one you're going to go with True. or whatever. That's that's cool. Another thing is if someone tells you and asks you about the cold press thing, you like, now you know, hey, I've how done it. Do it. I'm, yeah, there's this um, person on Instagram. She's huge also on soap making. Her name is Ashley Murray, and she's out in Utah. And 
every time she has an Instagram live, no matter where I am, I tune in. Oh yeah. Because she she's very transparent. Also, she'll film herself making the soaps. She's like, if you guys are learning something, take notes, learn from me. Like, please do. Um, and she started off in her garage and her kitchen also, and like now she has like a whole warehouse. Oh wow! And it's like her and her whole family making soaps, and they ship all over the country. Yeah. And like all over the world, and that's inspiration itself. Nice. But I love how transparent she is. Like she doesn't hold anything back. Um, granted, I'm sure she holds some stuff back because she can't give all her secrets out. Right. But her skill set is cold press soaps, and that's something to admire because yeah. that level of craft is like a whole nother level of soap making. Do you do you um, do you feel like that's where you're gonna you want to get to some point like that where you're gonna this is what you're gonna do? You love doing it. I do. love Why doing not it. do something that you can do full time? You know what's right. Funny. I was driving here and I was thinking about that, and I was like, last time you asked me how did I start start making soap, and it started because of the pandemic, right? right. And a year later pandemic still here yeah it's gotten better um i'm still making soap there's store there's soap now on your store shelves yeah um when i think about where i see meet me at the bar in five to ten years per, like realistically i'm just like i don't know yeah you yeah. know like will people still buy buying my soaps five years from now um but when it comes to like dreams and aspirations and like goals i would like to have my own storefront or like have a warehouse where i could have open like once a week and people could come in person and shop yeah um I love public health and is what I work in. So I don't know if I'd be able to let go of that part of my baby because it's yeah. been part of my life for so long. It's what I have my degrees in, what I'm currently pursuing my second degree in. Um, but soap making is right up there with health and wellness. Yeah. So, so maybe some type of fusion of the both. Oh, I was just thinking that. That'd yeah. be epic. Like I'd be fulfilled. Yeah. I mean, I'm already fulfilled now with the work I do, but it would be a, like another level of fulfillment, bringing mm. like my career goals and my my free time goals and my like fun time my therapy goals yeah. into one Just that'd be amazing them. yeah but then it's hard right because although it's a business for me and everyone that supports me i'm truly grateful for it and it's like extra cash having to depend on that like will it suck out the joy yeah you're right and that's that's where i have a lot of trouble like making it a dream and a goal versus it being like an aspiration type of thing yeah because Many people out here who have these huge companies who are, have grown within like the last 10, 12 years, 15 years, they're still happy with it. And granted, no matter what it is, I know like happiness will always be there because you love going to work and showing up every day. I already feel that way. Yeah. You know, I wake up every day making a difference in people's lives as a health educator. I go home happy because I'm there with my pup. But then I have soap to make or soap orders to fulfill and I'm making ha someone happy with like a custom soap or yeah. like something they can't buy at the store yeah um so it's tit for tat to say i don't know do i hope to have a storefront or like up space this big one day making soap of course like that's a dream yeah making it my full-time career still a question yeah still a question. i mean it's still early you know you've only been doing it for a year yeah. and 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 it's good that it's been a good year for you. You know, it hasn't been bad. You've you're introducing new products, right? A new yeah. a new line. Like it's always a new. There's always a new type of soap. And you, I know you have a few more that are still running out. Uh, you're running out, right? You're a little low on stock with the tangerine lotion and the orange. I'm low on stock with the tangerine lotion bar, and I'm also low on stock with the orange lemon soap bar. Yeah. There's like only a couple of those left, and once those are done, they're gone. Yeah. Like when I'm making them again, this is my bulk. This is my order. Yeah. And then we'll do a poll again, like how the public like it. And right. then I'll look at the stats again on Etsy. Like, did it do well? Did it not do well? Yeah. Should we like make it again? Did the people like it? And if people ask for it, we'll make it again. Can we tease the new product that you're making? That 
yeah um so it was supposed to be ready by next tuesday but my formulas and recipes haven't um so hopefully by the end of summer right before you know the change in season where your lips get chopped i'm currently working on the lip balm nice um i'm a super big person of chapstick and lip gloss yeah i don't like color on my lips it's just a personal preference but same ingredients that go into soaps, same ingredients that go into my lotion bars, but just different consistency and different amounts for a chapstick mm-hmm. or, yeah, chapstick or lip balm. Um, it's going to be one ounce. Um, as of right now, it's unscented because I know scent is different for a person and I yeah. don't know what scent people like. Some people like su- sweet, some people like fruity, some people like mint. So I'm just like, no, I'm just going to make an unscented one. So That's good. I'm a big lip balm guy. Not crazy about the scent ones, right? But I'm a I'm huge on lip balm. Do I go. do I need it? My lips aren't always dry. <laughs> I'm it's just, like, do you it's need just, lotion? Ha- right. You know, but but I have to have lip balm. Like you know? on you. I have to have it. You know, it's either in my car. I have like four of them on. I don't have one on me. In my purse, I carry like four or five. There you go. So is it a stick or is it a is it a little? Uh, no, no, it's be a stick. It is a stick. Okay. Yeah. So I'm stuck between like I have the. The What's still the one? The tin. Okay. The tin. The tin. So okay. I have the small tin. They're, they're going to be one ounce. So I have a one ounce tin and then I have a, also one ounce stick. Stick. But the stick is not made out of plastic. It's made out of cardboard. Oh, interesting. So then that's why I'm most likely now thinking about it going to drop it in the winter or fall because of the temperature. It won't melt. So it won't mess up. Oh, the, yeah. Sorry. I yes. won't mess up the cardboard. Yeah. And then you could just, you know, throw it out, recycle. But then the tin, I'm just like, you can refill it with anything. Mm-hmm. But then I'm just like, who refills a one ounce tin? Yeah. Right? Right. Like you, you say you can put a couple coins in there, like three quarters of that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure you find some crazy people that do some crazy stuff that will probably, probably put like recycle them, make some type of like <laughs> license plate or like yeah. necklace. Right. Well, my problem with the stick is is this right here, where I got to, you know, when it gets to the very you mean bottom. The tin? No, with the, with the stick. Cause I every I always I always lose out a little bit of it, you know. What mm. I mean, I'm a, and I want to get every penny. Of, You're like, of, I'm paying for this. I, need I to want use everything. All of it. <laughs> so I'm like, with the pinky trying to get up in there, uh, or when it's hot and it melts, and then now you're like, it and went it just through, changes, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I just killed my whole stick, dude. Yeah. But then the the tin, my hands are filthy, man. I'm always I'm always outside working. Like, there's not a, I can't just always, you know. And since mm-hmm. I'm always reapplying, like sometimes every 20, 30 minutes, yeah. uh, why I don't know, but. Uh, you're gonna be i'm gonna be your number one customer there probably. You go. <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait to, to get that product you gotta let me know but uh but yeah that, that's that's awesome i know you have uh uh we're gonna well, we're getting close to the end here but casa de flores or yeah, yes casa, casa de, de flores. flores so casa de flores is this one right here yeah that's our rose and floral bar that one dropped earlier in february mm-hmm. for um for Valentine's Day or like Love Month, I made that in about salt. But Casa de Flores will be back at the pop up only. Won't be available on Etsy. Like you have to be go to the pop up June six to buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other soap bars that are coming back is the Saguaro Summer Line mm-hmm. from last summer, which is our cucumber soap bar, and then the Pina Colada soap bar. Nice. So the Pina Colada, cucumber, and Casa de Flores. So those three. Those three are coming back and will be available at the pop up and even more exclusive, only a dozen. Whoa. Yeah. So only a dozen at the pop-up, right? At the only. pop-up and that's it. Not on Etsy. Not on Etsy. Damn, that is an excuse. So you guys yeah. better make sure you get mm-hmm. to that pop-up. And then other than that, our Fat Four, the Ocean Breeze Himalayan, yeah. Chamomile Sea Salt, um, Oatmeal and Milk, Oatmeal and Honey. My fave. The Coffee, Lavender, Hibiscus Guava. Um, I'm missing one more. Um, Hibiscus Guava, Lavender. Are you doing coffee. the charcoal? 
meant to activate a charcoal. There Thank you, go. you. Those will be available as well as the um the soap tray and the soap bag. Mm. Exfoliant soap bag. So nice. all that will be available at the pop-up. Super excited. Nice. That's awesome. It's coming up. And then you'll also get to meet other um, small businesses. So right. you not only will you be supporting me, um, you'll be supporting Zenful Co., which is a cultivating calm. She makes candles and has other like elements of like bringing calm and zen into your body. Um, Amora Skin, which makes um, exfoliating soap scrubs and then whipped body butters. And then Elena Candle Company. And she makes different like body body con like candles and like she'll be dropping exclusives june 6 also so yeah. ooh, you guys have to definitely follow have her to so they check out her exclusives yeah, and yeah see definitely what... have to come in person i know it's a drive from west covina yeah. all the way to the valley you yeah. know but it's a drive worth it just stop by the pop-up then take yeah. a drive to the beach june 6 it's a sunday sunday june 6 from noon to 5 p.m okay yeah there you go well, I'm excited. I, I can't yeah, wait to see too. what another year. Uh, it's been a year. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be back for year two again with Fidel. You know, you we go. don't know what could happen. We'll in be the here. Next, maybe. I don't know. The next year. If not, maybe you'll still hear about me. Yeah. One way or another. One thing that I do want to say yes. um, that's super huge that's happened within the last year that we haven't gotten to touch before we close out. Um, Meet Me at the Bar is no longer only on Etsy. What? Okay. Yeah. So my exfoliating soap bars are also available on the normal on the noble narwhal, and they're an eco-friendly um, website where yeah. you can find all items eco-friendly. You order from them, I fulfill the order, and I ship it to you. Okay, cool. Um, so it's another place. Noble narwhal. The no the noble narwhal. Yeah. yeah. I'll make sure to get all the information so we can put it in the show notes for okay, everybody. To perfect. Find. And then another place is Prostainable. So where I'm having my pop up, they carry my lotion bars. Okay. So if it runs out on my Etsy and you still want it, you could go there. And it's do a they have a brick and mortar or is it? online only no no so you could go by in person and they also okay. have a website so my okay. lotion bar is also available on their website nice and then as of this saturday the 29th um a local neighborhood farm in arlita um is going to be carrying my soap bars also because they'll be having like a storefront slash like farmer's market type yeah. thing so i'll be dropping off my soaps this weekend expanding expanding <laughs> slow expansion so like etsy it. south farm Prostainable, and the normal narwhal so right. i'm truly blessed and grateful with everyone's support yourself my family my friends my my tribe who they know who they are yeah. um for supporting meet me at the bar and for being here honestly having this conversation with you i couldn't imagine it last june or even in august in when august, i did sit I here was, with yeah. you the first time all nervous talking about me at the bar but yeah well you lot. did great you did great. thank you yeah. a lot happens in a year i'm happy i'm still Making soap. Yeah. I'm glad everyone's still buying and loving it. So I'm glad you're having fun doing it still because that's what that's all that matters, yeah. you know, the happiness and you know, we'll add a little bit of happiness a little after. There you go. <laughs> with dad in the kitchen. Yes, with dad in the kitchen. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot for coming by. Thanks for for uh, giving us some exclusives. Yes. And uh, and and for having a drink with me. So always. Thank you. Great conversation. Hopefully, I'll see you all June sixth. So not this Tuesday, which is drops. The podcast, but June 1st, yeah, June 1st, right? Well, June 1st, yeah, the podcast, yeah, will drop, well, it's and already, they're already watching it right now. True, so you're right, <laughs> so it's June 1st for you. So, this Sunday, yes, this Sunday, you guys check the it out in Woodland Hills, and then I'll provide Fidel with all information. Boom, there you have it. Well, that's it, Fidel Avnano signing off with Jocelyn Aparicio. Nice, meet me at the co on Instagram. Check it out. Live every Tuesday, you know the deal. We talking again, we talking again. You 
Now tune dead to the tap in. Now tune dead to the tap in. Now tune dead to the tap in. We're talking again, we're talking again.